I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Podcast. I'm your host Cam. I'm your host Flows. And as always, guys, my usual housekeeping message: please head over to Strap Season Pod or Strap Season Podcast. Those are our Instagram and Twitter pages, and that link in the bio on both those pages will take you to where we're situated at streaming wise. So, if you like your audio, you've got the Spotify links and the Apple Podcast links and etc. And then if you like the video, we've got the YouTube link there as well. Flows, how you doing? Bro, yeah, man, I'm good. It's, it's, it's mad cold, man. It's like that, that look, bro, that <laughs> mad blitz outside. That that drop in temperature was rude. Yeah, it was not. It's, it's brother. It's gonna be hoodies, big puffer jacket, and shorts in for the foreseeable future. That's for sure, man. Because it's cold out here. Um, but flows. It's cold in the streets, but in the ring, <laughs> it's been it's been it's been hot, boy. This yeah. week, another great week for fights and action and talking points. We've got to dive straight in, Flows. Mm. I, I have a feeling where you want to start. No, no need to stand on ceremony here. We're going to start over in... Thailand. Oh, head straight over to... We're headed over to Dublin. Straight to Dublin. Got your Guinness there. Uh, potatoes there. And we got a, sli- <laughs> a slice of Katie Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Boy, right. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say potatoes. I don't know if that's cancelable or not, Flows. Oh, well, we rock with it. <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. Boom. Flows. Katie Taylor, Chantel Cameron. Oh. Am I right in saying that we have another potential fight of the year candidate that has once again involved Katie Taylor? Is she yeah. the most exciting boxer in the on the planet, Flows? <laughs> are we are we are we are we going as far to call her that as well? Every every fight's a banger. <laughs> every fight is life or death, man. <laughs> every fight <laughs> is life or death. And yeah, just mad excited. Mad excited. Well, she's done it again. It was a phenomenal scrap from the first bell, from the first round to the 10th round, which we knew it was going to be anyways because, yeah. But this flows was even better than the first fight. Like, this eclipsed the first fight comfortably in my eyes. And the yeah. first fight was good. The first fight was a banger. But this one here, again, I'm, I found myself applauding after the final bell in the 10th round. I find myself applauding both of those ladies. I want to shout, big shout out to Katie Taylor and Chantel Cameron because you treated us to an amazing spectacle on Saturday night. Um, yeah, flows. And I guess, you know, hats off to you. You know, we usually agree on stuff. Every once in a while, we disagree on predictions. Points, I think it's quite close in predictions, but you got this one right. You believe that Katie Taylor would do it. However, flows. I was. I think you kind of caveated it by saying there could be you know a little a little smidgen of controversy as to why she might win. I think this time flows. We can happily say that there was no contro- well, not for me anyways. I think the white one. Will- well, there was controversial points. Maybe yes. Yeah. Okay, which I'm sure we'll go yeah. into. But overall, I think the white woman won, and I wasn't screaming like oh robbery or blah blah. You know. Yeah. I think Katie Taylor was good value for the W. I'm gonna go ahead and say it flows. I think for me. This was the best boxing performance I've ever seen Katie Taylor do in a in her career. Honestly, for me, if I if I just take in what she did on Saturday night and just the stakes, the environment, from a boxing perspective, flows, I thought she was top top notch. 
don't know if, if you, that's, you have the same sentiments, but for me, I was thoroughly impressed with her, with, with her boxing Saturday night and how she yeah. approached this fight. I think tactically, it's it's the most tactical. It's the best tactical performance. I'll, I'll, I'll put it because you've seen her smoke people who are obviously easy for her. I think yeah. in a high stakes, high level match off the back of a loss, mm. the way that the game plan, the way she executed the game plan, um, mm. and it's it's not what we typically see from Katie Taylor as well. Like we say, she, she's usually just happy to go live and death if, or just fight out. But this one, she showed the game plan. She showed the tactics from the start to the finish. And I think she executed it well, uh, well enough for her to take the victory. Absolutely, Flos. Absolutely. Um, so, looking at the fight now, Flos, oh. obviously the crowd was a given. We knew the crowd atmosphere would be a given. It was crazy last time, even crazier this time. It's it's still hilarious how, you know, Chantel being the champion, dude who beat KE, the rematch is an island again. And, you know, whatever, oh. obviously they had to, you know, make it favorable for KE. But the crowd was sensational. Shout out to Ireland. They really, really showed up for the girl. But my reasoning for picking Chantel to win the rematch, Flows, was. Because after seeing that first fight, now I saw some people saying that, you know, Chantel destroyed Katie last time. And I don't want to go as far as, to me, it wasn't a destruction. Yeah. Yes, I feel like she was good value for, for the win, but I felt it was competitive enough. But Chantel was just better. Too big, too strong, amazing game plan. But yeah, what I saw for me was comprehensive enough to think that, okay, do I think that Katie Taylor can make the adjustments to overcome Bearing in mind, Katie Taylor's getting older, as we've, we've highlighted yeah. that she's getting older. She's She could potentially be slowing down, whatever that looks like for her. But I'm there thinking, can she make those adjustments to take away what Chantel has, aka being that size, that strength, that jab? Um, and I'm there thinking, I don't think she can make enough enough adjustments. But how was I wrong, Flores? Because from round one, I'm seeing Katie Taylor making adjustments yeah. in terms of her game plan. Um, Chantel's huge weapon is not only her size but her jab she has a world class jab to be honest Flo, so in the women's game like a really really good jab and she tends to set everything up behind the jab and what I'm seeing is instead of KE who as we've said before Flo's is very quick to get lured into doing you know scrapping and sitting there with the opponent and letting her hands go she was instead happy to I guess let Chantel come in and the moment Chantel came in, Katie Taylor flashed that incredibly hand speed. By the way, her hands seemed even quicker today than they were before. Boom, 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 and sort of get out and pivot. Or boom, 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 and clinch and smother Chantel to stop her from getting off her own work. And already I'm seeing, I'm thinking, okay, that is actually what you should have been doing that first fight. Superb. That's 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 going to help you. And because she was able to just flash the, those hands every time Chantel tried to apply pressure and step into her, she was winning the exchanges flows. Like even though Chantel was still landing, Kate Taylor being the superior, the quicker hand, the quicker fighter was still able to win those exchanges to me and always answer whenever Chantel landed something. Every time Chantel tried to come in, she was going, she was getting, she was getting peppered. And these shots might not be powerful. They might, they might not be hurting her, but it's scoring shots at the end of the day, right flows. And you're seeing that, okay, Kate Taylor got the better of that exchange. She got the better of that exchange purely because of the fact that she was able to, every time Chantel came in, Either with the jab, if the jab was ponderous, she punished her. 
If she tried to rush in, she punished her. She always left with something, Flores. And that's what was, was crucial to, to me for this fight, for sure. Yeah. Um, I've, I've said in the past that like Katie Taylor's game plan usually, whatever you want to do, let's do it. It's, it's what I usually see from her. And yeah. If you want to fight like this, I'll fight your way. Um, yeah. At this time, she decided. Now we're gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna fight like this. I'm not gonna fight your way. I'm gonna fight yeah. like this. Um, like you say, punished her. Shadow cameras coming forwards. She was piecing her up. Leave counter in the jab. But uh, also, what she was doing, she wasn't allowing Chantel to just swarm her and, and swarm her. She would wrap her up and clinch. Smother. Yeah. Wrap her up and clinch. Um, obviously, part of that controversy is that she's almost coming with her head while she's wrapping up, uh, yeah. which led to a few accidental head clashes, mm. headbutts there. Um, which, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss all the controversy or the controversial <laughs> points at the end, but that's just one of them. Um, there was a few coming together with her head, but she was the one initiating the clinches, wrapping up. <laughs> another another controversial point that as well. Yeah, because <laughs> she was doing it every single time, every single time. Yeah, yeah. Every, every single time, especially well, more so towards the later rounds where she she started to get a bit more fatigued and she couldn't rely on her legs or movement. Um, Not much, and there was zero ad- admonishment. Yeah, for the ref, the ref, <laughs> ref didn't warn her once. Didn't because we've seen points deducted for less. Facts. We've seen for way less. We've seen Facts. repeated warnings for less. Um, mm-hmm. So and I've I've said on the podcast before I don't mind clinching I think it's it's an art that needs to be mastered an art that needs to be utilized and if you, mm. you if you don't get punished for it do it if you're not yeah. getting warned do it um, yeah and she done it and she utilized it um, but yeah the game plan was good she was landing punches we know her hand speeds <laughs> brilliant so when she had the opportunity she let her hands go and boom wrap up she won't yeah. just stay there trading or get out so. Yeah, it was with the crowd as well. When you when you're doing that, the judges are gonna see see it, they're gonna hear it, yeah. and they're gonna love it. So she, she, she boxed well. Yeah, she she really did. And you know, the first round, I'm there thinking, wow, good, great start. Second round again. Now she's d- doing similar. So obviously, you see Chantel up the gas a little bit, but she's mm. doing the same sort of thing, and it's winning her the round. Up until flows. Well, I say up until she won the round because it was second round where we have what con- controversy point number one, right? First With... round, bro. Oh, was that the first round? The first round. Are you sure? I thought it was second yeah. round. Oh, okay. First round. Okay, cool. Yeah, All right, let's, round. Talk, yeah. let's talk about contro- controversy point yeah. number one then. Because I'm there thinking this is a nice, nice, first, you know, round for Katie Taylor. Mm. She's nullified the jab. Literally, as as almost as soon as after I've said to myself, oh yeah, she's not she's nullifying the jab. What does Chantel go and do? Land a stiff jab that it's looked like he's dropped Katie Taylor. Now, it wasn't one of those ones where Katie Taylor, already I'm thinking to myself, oh, she was sort of walking backwards, which is off balance, and the jab has caught her and it's dropped her. Referee immediately, nope, nope, slips, get up. <laughs> I'm, I'm there thinking, oh no, because obviously I remembered what you said last week in terms of, you know, yeah. there might be some controversy, you know, they'll, they'll let things slide. I really, I messaged you, I said, I said, flows, it's, it, bro, it's happening. <laughs> Surely not. Um, yeah, the, the the KD that wasn't that 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 wasn't there flows. Uh, for me, I mean, I looked at it and I thought that was a knockdown. That was my initial replay as well. Like I said, it was it wasn't one of those ones where she was hurt. She was sort of caught going away from the exchange. Well, you know those awkward ones where you're stepping, taking a step back, kind of, and yeah. the jabs caught her. 
very stiff jab, off balance, dropped her by the latter of the law. That's even though it's off balance or whatever, it's still a knockdown. So I thought like that should have been counted. What about you, Flores? Yeah, that was a knockdown. Um, like you say, it weren't that she was hurt or it was one where she was caught off balance and mm. she she went over on her foot, um, yeah. kind of so yeah, she tripped over herself, but it's, it's a knockdown. Um yeah. it was initiated by a punch. Um yeah. legit knockdown. But a ref <laughs> the ref came and said Bro, no knockdown. Straight away. I said so quick. Yeah, I, said, no. I said I, I said fair. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you saw. There wasn't a slip. It yeah. wasn't like a, it was a clear knockdown. Um yeah, which is where kind of people's well, I thought, yeah, here we go. <laughs> here you ask go. you start you start to ask questions, right, Flores? Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> um round but, two. Uh, yeah, go on, sorry, go on. Okay. I will say, um actually we'll go on to the scorecards, but yeah, um I had a look at the did you have a look at the judges' scorecards at the end? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well technically, even if they did give it a knockdown, it wouldn't have changed the outcome yeah, as such. It would, it would have, um, yeah. on, on the judges' scorecards. For, for yeah. two of them anyways, but yeah. 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 Um but yeah, cool. So that's happened now. Um, round two, again, KE is following the same game plan, um, doing well. As I said, again, I'm, I'm giving her the round, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, she's doing very, very well. Chantel was coming to it a bit more, as we know, but still, KE Taylor is still utilising that hand speed, punishing her every time she gets in and whatnot. And I think even like the third round as well, first, I'm there thinking, yeah, you know, like Katie's, she's she's banking up rounds following this game plan. But it's a Katie Taylor fight at the end of the day, flows right? And we know Katie Taylor, she will inevitable. It's it's it's, it's so she will inevitably because it's inevitable that she'll be dragged into some sort of war or scrap. She she loves it. It's not even she gets dragged into it. Flows. I think she's she welcomes it. She actually yeah. adores it. Like it's crazy. She's she's a sicko. She she yeah. gen- she genuinely loves this. <laughs> so when you see Chantel, obviously knowing that because. I'm seeing Chantel get visibly frustrated, especially with the clinching. Because mm. every literally every time she's tried to swarm Katie, as you say, she wrapped her up. And I'm seeing her looking at the ref, like shrugging, like, well, what the hell? And obviously, Katie's also been a bit dirty. Flores, Katie was being dirty. I don't want to say dirty, but she was yeah. she's been rough. In the clinches, when they're holding, she was hitting her yeah. side of the head, back of the head, hold, to the body. Like, tied up her arm. <laughs> Katie was doing up dark arts. So I'm yeah. seeing Chantel, and Chantel's lashing out, getting angry. And obviously, with the the headbutts as well, accidental, mm-hmm. but still, it's frustrating the hell out of Chantel Cameron. Um, I can't remember which round it was where the cut happened first. I think it might have been the third round, or was it the fourth? Yeah, yeah, it might have been the third. It was early on. It might have been the yeah, third. Yeah, I think it was the third. Yeah. Look, again, total accidental, nasty clash of heads, and it's opened a horrible, horrible gash on Chantel Cameron's forehead. Um, Really, really nasty. Actually, it was the fourth. Oh, it was the fourth? Okay. No, it was the third because they were going into the fourth and it was like, yeah, there's one more round before they can go yeah. to the scorecard. So, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, you, yeah. So, horrible cut. We see, obviously, these lot being pedantic. I think it was it, the cut that barely happened and already the doctors get it. The referee stopping the fight, trying to you know refer to the doctor and whatnot. I'm just there thinking, don't do this. Like, we've got, mm. we've, we've got a blastic on our hands. Please don't do this. <laughs> like, please let them. It's not that deep. Well, obviously, it's a bad cut, but yeah. Fortunately enough, the corner were doing a good job of it, and also the blood wasn't going into Chantel's eyes; it was running down the side of her face, so it wasn't affecting the vision. It was just the cut, obviously. Um, cool, but luckily the cut didn't stop anything. 
And we, we've seen Chantel. Again, I want to give credit to Chantel because, again, I really rate her. I think she's super, super cold. And even she started to make a little bit of adjustments on the fly wow. um, in order to drag Katie Taylor into that scrap. She started cutting off the ring better, first of all. But if you notice, folks, she started really investing into the body as well to try and slow Katie Taylor down. So I'm there thinking, good game plan, smart. This woman's got the speed ahead of you and you're struggling to deal with her hand speed. Now it's time to try and slow her down if you can. Invest into the body, we'll do that. And then in terms of cutting the ring, cutting off the ring, obviously it's it's going to make Katie tired because Katie Taylor has expended a lot of energy in the first couple of rounds with her game plan. She's older. And yeah, now you can see sort of try and drag her into a scrap. And that's what Chantel Cameron started to do flows in a sense oh. that she was able to swarm her better, cut off the ring better, pin her against the corner of the ropes and then try and brutalize her on the inside if she could. Because that's where, she, at this point, she was going to have a success. Because the outside game, Katie Taylor was winning the battle of that. You compare that to the first fight where Chantel had that, but Chantel managed to make the adjustments to turn it into a scrap. And then, obviously, I think Katie Taylor's fatigue played it played a part of that as well, Flos. Um, So, yeah, middle portions, crazy competitive flows. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. In fact, the whole fight was crazy competitive, but the middle portions where it really, really upped it flows. Where they're really, I'm just there going, I remember we're back and forth going, Oi, yo, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> let's go, let's go. <laughs> crazy, yo, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it was, it was high action. You got, yeah, you got to shout, shout out to Cameron because she started up in the action, um, raising the game, going to the body, forcing the action. But yeah, like I say, um, I, I have some sympathy for her because, like we say, um, there was a lot of dark cards from Katie Taylor uh, without any <laughs> any punishment, any warning from the ref. Um, the head, the cut was bad, unfortunate. You felt like that was going to play a factor, um, but she she fought on. Luckily, it wasn't pouring into her eye; it was pouring down the side of her face. Yeah. She could continue to fight on. You could hear the crowd going crazy for Katie Taylor. So she had she had it all against her. She was she was fighting against the crowd. Let's say she was fighting against the ref. If she could hear the commentary as well, the commentary was so pro I, Katie I, Taylor. I can't lie, Flores. The commentary was super, super Andy Lee. <laughs> obviously, it's bad enough that he's Irish, but like yeah. it, it it like he wasn't even he did he, he didn't even attempt. <laughs> like to to at least try and be non-biased like it was it was bad like I saw little yeah. complaints about the commentary flows mm. um, so much so that it was people it was affected people's respect for Katie Taylor because of the fact that yeah. they they could see how biased it was yeah, yeah and the leader like, I think there was one time when like uh, I think I think Chantel like Katie Taylor almost slipped or something and Andy was like he was the way he was shouting and like oh my gosh is she okay kind of thing I'm like <laughs> myself, bro like you know, there's another fighter involved in this as well, man. Like he was, it was bad. Like, yeah, yeah. Andy Lee was, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was nuts. Yeah, um, and then, yeah, the, the refs obviously, like, she, like you said, she was getting frustrated. She was looking at the ref. She's wearing like this with the ref. Hands up. Katie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor's got like, like this. Yeah, and the ref would just come in, break it up, and not say a word. I think the ref even wards shout out camera. <laughs> 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 I think he, he wore the more times than he would. Katie Taylor yeah. for yeah. punching in the clinch or say not breaking. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> so yeah. um, you can see why. But then she, she didn't fold. She didn't get disheartened. She continued to press. She continued yeah. to make 
life hell for Katie Taylor, to be honest. Yeah. Um, in there. But like you say, Katie Taylor, a sicko, doesn't, yeah. has no, I would say she has no flight response. Only fight. <laughs> yeah. Only fight. So, bad. Let, yeah. Let's talk towards the end now, Flores, where you can really see that Katie Taylor is shattered. Ooh. As in, out on her feet, breathing heavy. She was using her legs heavily before, barely using her leg. Now she's just sitting in the pocket, scrapping because she can't really move around anymore. And I remember you saying, Flo, it's like, she needs to, like, I'm getting a bit worried because it's like, she's super tired now. Chantal can really apply the pressure here and maybe steal something. And I remember saying, Flo, I said, Flo, we've seen this woman too many times. The dog is ridiculous. It's going to see her through. It's generally going to, like, she will survive this fight off dog alone. And flows. That's what she did. She's she's the biggest warrior, like I said, sicko warrior, whichever, however you want to cut and dice it up. I just knew that there was no way in hell that fatigue was going to stop this woman from winning this fight. And flows. We're seeing it where she can barely like walk to a corner, but before that, she's there trading. And even though I'm giving Chantel Cameron some rounds, this is what Katie does very well. Flows. She always has to leave or something. Mm. Always. So Chantel will do a lovely flurry and, you know, combination, blah, blah. But Katie Taylor will make her work hard for it by also piecing her up at the same time and catching yeah. her at the same time. It's crazy. Or Chantel will land a big shot. Katie Taylor will come back with two big shots. back to, to A quick flurry back. Like, she will never let Chantel have the last word or have it have the last word easily. Like, Chantel's really having to fight for these rounds. Yeah. It's crazy. And Katie's, Katie's the one that's knackered. Katie's the one yeah. that's, that's struggling. <laughs> so... She, she gives you that for the, free, man. Nothing for free. No, no free, no, no freebies at all. Flows and yeah. that's that dog is what carried her out throughout the last couple of rounds, the championship rounds, where you could see she was shattered, but she was pulling it all, leaving it all out there, based on the fact that she's just a warrior. And <laughs> Flo, the way she fights is not sustainable, man. Like, <laughs> she actually generally might have to retire too because it's actually she. It's just as you say, Flo, it's war after war after war. It's actually yeah. mad. Like punishment, more, like she doesn't have to take so much punishment, but she lives for it. She loves it. She loves entertaining. But now you're thinking, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Maybe a couple, couple, two or three more fights, and that's it. Call it a day for real, for real, because this is this is crazy. But yeah, folks, that that dog saw her through. It's, oh, it reminds me of David Adelaide. There's no backward step. There's no superstars. She'll be taking punished birds, she'll be out on her feet, like literally yeah. her feet. She can't move. Yeah. And she'll just boom, 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 flurry, boom, swinging. And then maybe clinch or yeah. she'll, she'll still fight in spurts there. You'll be like, yeah. wrap up, get on your bike, survive. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like, nah. Crazy. Chantel will start swinging, she'll start swinging back. Crazy. And then, and Always then she'll leave hold. The and then, yeah, I'll be like, yo, there's, there's no stepping back. But yeah, like you say, like like I said to you, I was like, look, she might have to, like you've called her to retire before me. And I was like, that's yeah. But I wanted Serrano and then that's it. Like Serrano yeah. in like Ireland, in, like as you said, the big stadium in Ireland, is it um, Croke Park, I think it's called. Yeah. And then, yeah, call it a day. But now she's got a new adversary and flipping, Serrano's <laughs> yeah. on the back burner now. The new adversary now is Chantel Cameron because they've treated us as two great fights. Mm. <laughs> look, so yeah. The thing is, a, a stock, a stock is is rising from these big fights. The Serrano yeah. one, yeah, a memorable night in boxing. This one, mm. a memorable. I'm not saying women's boxing. I'm talking boxing. A memorable mm. night in boxing. Mm-hmm. And there's there's big fights out there for her. there's the trilogy with Cameron, 
There's yeah. the Serrano rematch, and that's yeah. going to be a banger. So they're going to want a trilogy on that one. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, that's probably a trilogy thing. It's sure. Yeah, if, if, to be honest, if if Serrano wins, I think they'll probably say yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've had the trilogy. Uh, if Katie wins, I, I can hopefully think they could be like okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, like that one. But there's other there's up and coming people as well who potentially well she's undisputed in two two weight divisions now. Undisputed. Yeah, so yeah. She can go up down. There's other big names. But I'm looking at it, I'm thinking this, this is war after war, and you've been having wars for time now. It's time. not just recent for time. You're 37 time. years old. You've had a football career. <laughs> You're having a boxing <laughs> career. <laughs> <laughs> the wear and yeah. tear is is nuts, and it's not scary like, actually. And every fight now, you're getting to round seven, and your legs are your legs are finished. You're stumbling. Yeah. You're just swinging on heart. And how long can that see you through when you're, mm. when you're itching closer to 40? Mm. Absolutely. So I, I was thinking, yeah, look, call it a day, man. It's what <laughs> it is. But you know, you know it's not happening, Floss. There's money to be made. There's huge fight nights of boxing. I'll, I'm tuning in. <laughs> I'm I'm, tuning I'm, in. Look, I'll be there no matter what. <laughs> I'll be there no matter what. Um, Cool. So fight's done now. I'm thinking, yep, she's got, she's got it. She's done it. Hats off to her. Wow, I didn't think she would. She's done it. Um, let's talk about the scorecards flows. A little bit of controversy there, I guess. Um, first one gets read out 95 95. I'm thinking, hmm, interesting. And then the next two, pretty wide. I think 98 92 for both of them. For both no, it was 96 oh. 94 for one of them. Okay, was pretty close. And then 90, and the other one, one of them was, was wide, I swear. 98 92. Yeah, there, there, yeah. there was a 98 yeah. 92 one, which was wide. Yeah. yeah. So for you, folks, what are your thoughts on the score on the scorecards? Um, I had it close fight. Um, I had it, I thought 96 94 was fair. I thought yeah. 97 93. Yeah, I, I, I think I personally had it 97 93. I think that's yeah. how I scored it. Yeah, but yeah, I would I would have thought that's fair. 95 95. I saw some people online, some people giving it to Chantel, some people saying they had it a draw, some mm. people said they have it with Katie Taylor. I think the ballpark region was around 96 94 either mm. way um majority towards katie taylor i thought katie taylor won yeah but, um i think people were grieved by the 98 92 scorecard um yeah i felt that was too wide especially with katie especially with katie taylor's antics in the last few rounds where it was very much clinch clashing heads um yeah fighting in spurts fighting spurt yeah 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 so people seem like hmm like She's kind of made this an ugly fight, and I don't think the issue was so much the judges' scorecards. I think it was more with the ref. But yeah, I I, I was happy with the final result. I felt Katie Taylor won. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't. I didn't think it would be a draw. I didn't think it'd be a Cameron win. I felt 96, 94, 97, 93 was was yeah. fair for Kate, Katie Taylor. Yeah, I think the anger of the scorecards was also again. What added to it was the fact that one again, as you mentioned, the commentary mm. and also the refereeing. Yeah. So that's why people, I think, that had their backs up straight away because of the way how biased it was and the referees ignoring all the let's say foul play, even though it's not really foul, but you know what I mean. Yeah. From Katie Taylor, they're there thinking, yeah, look at this. Like it's given very protected. It's given industry plantage. You know what I mean? Like it's you know, fire it's typ- typical, typical, <laughs> yeah. you know, typical boxing antics. Yeah, and I think people, because of that, that made them a bit harsher than what they would be normally. I think I do think yes, ninety eight, ninety two, you can consider it wide, but 
yeah, it was a lot of vitriol towards Katie Taylor, and she's got nothing to do with it, man. It, like you know, it's it's not her. Um, I for me for flows, like I said, I I came away from that fight thinking it's a definite win for Katie Taylor. Oh. Like if it's a draw, like if it was scored a draw or, or or win for Chantel, I would have been like, that's the wrong result. I thought it was oh. quite clear as day Katie won that fight with the whole antics in terms of making it ugly and whatnot. She had to do it, Flos. I'll be so real. She had to do that. That's what had she had to do that to win. I'm so sorry. She did because the first fight we saw, what she did didn't work. She got she, as in it didn't like big time. Like Chantel clearly won that first fight. So she she did what she had to do to win. It was the right tactics, in my opinion, and it paid dividends in the end because she got the W. And now she's oh. undisputed, as you say, in two weight weight classes, which was stupid. Yeah. Um th- that so, so no, you, you you can say I'll, I'll, I'll continue later. What do you want to say? Yeah, I, I was I was just thinking. I guess part of the issue is obviously we talked about the knockdown. Um, yes, if that also was that as well, yes, yeah, it would have been it would have affected the result actually, but it would have been a split decision. The draw would yeah. have been um, yes because Chantel's, based on how they yeah, scored, yeah. Yeah. How they scored the rounds, I think most of them gave it to Katie Taylor anyway. So mm. um, it would have been a ten eight rounds on the draw in the guy who scored it a draw. So it would have yes. been. Um, Chateau would have won that um, that one yeah but the other two would have still been in favour of Katie Taylor but mm. then you start to ask okay now what if the refs warned Katie Taylor mm. and deducted a point for the excessive holding or True. The, clash, yeah. the repeated clashing of heads um, then it's, we're starting to look at a different result here so mm. um, I feel a lot of people <laughs> you see the picture of the ref smiling <laughs> Well, yeah, people said yeah, the ref was yeah. smiling. Yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he was smiling because she won. I just think he was. Yeah. The occasion, it was just the occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was. Oh yeah, I'm happy Katie Taylor won. He was just smiling because <laughs> everyone's like cheering and elated. He's just kind of just watching. He's uh, not, should he be frowning? Really? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that just adds to it. People are like seeing things and putting things together and thinking, "Yo, it's, this it's, is a home cooking right now." Blows his peak because next Katie Taylor fight, you know, hella people gonna anti Katie now. Yeah, they're gonna be yeah. at hella people gonna anti Katie because they're saying she's being gifted stuff. Yeah, because if let's not look, the Serrano fight was debatable, like a strong debatable. Her soon one was, I mean, most people said she lost that fight. So as I'm saying, like, she's got a few of these in her career where it's like, are you just gifting this girl because you know it's her, you know, that kind of stuff or not? So. Again, I'm not gonna look too deep into it. I think Katie Taylor's earned what she's how where she is now, though she's earned it the hard way. Yeah. Um, yes, but we know in boxing, home fighters tend to get gift, you know, certain things go their way and whatnot. That's just part of the game. Um, as long as it's not like for me, like so bad, like a Franco Maloney kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like, Ooh. then I'm okay with it. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I think obviously, look. I thought the Serrano fight would be the next big fight for her, but she's now down, downloaded the rivalry with Chantel Cameron. Um, Flo's, I, I need the trilogy. I'll be so real. It's 1-1. One, one. They're both down for it. She's had to do it. Katie wants to do it at Croke Park, obviously, which is the biggest stadium in Dublin. That'd be crazy if they can... I think that I think that's like an 80K stadium, maybe. I think summer is huge. Mm. Imagine they fill that out. Women's boxing fight feels that. Crazy. And Ireland will show up for her. 100%. Yeah. So... Yeah, man, that's got to be next. The Serrano fight can wait. Let's get the trilogy on with Chantel Cameron, maybe Serrano then afterwards. Then I think maybe, okay, cool. Now you call it a day because, as we say, the wear and tear must be crazy for her. Um, I have a question, Flos. Yeah. 
Obviously, now she's joined a certain company and becoming undisputed in two weight classes. Yeah. Where do you... I've seen people say that she's the greatest female fighter of all time. Where do you put her? Because there's only really one... For me, there's only really one name you can put her up against. Yeah, it's the group. The group. So, Katie Taylor, Carissa Shields, Flores, how are you ranking them currently in terms of being the best female boxer of all time? Um... See, the thing is, Clarissa Shields make the, all these fights look easy to me. <laughs> she's making all these fights look easy to me. Mm. And she's these, these are also former champions. These are the best people in the, their divisions. And Katie Taylor's been life and death with these people. Um, I think for entertainment, for occasions, for special moments, I think in terms of legacy and or being an icon, Katie Taylor's up just because of the spectacle she's produced. Um, mm, that Madison yeah. Square Garden night, memorable. Yeah. This night, memorable. Yeah. I think she has that. But in terms of being best and beating, <laughs> beating them and smoking them. The coldest. It's yeah. the group. Because she makes it look easy. She really smokes yeah. these lot. Takes no yeah. punishment. Yeah. I think she's been down once, actually, Clarissa Shields, to be fair. Once, yeah. But even then, that was she a flash knockdown. And yeah. she, she won every round. Yeah. So... But she just doesn't have those iconic moments, those... Well, when we talk about the great conversation as well, Flores, obviously, you know, other people like to add other factors as well, like, for example, mm. durability, um, yeah. you know, putting bums on seats, all that kind of stuff. And obviously, yes, mm. Katie Taylor wins that hands down. Um, But, yeah, as you say, I'm looking at skill. I'm looking at... You talk about legacy and accolades. Clarissa, you're not beating Clarissa. She's what got yeah. Olympic gold medals, world championships, world championship gold medals. As in, like, oh. like a lot of them. And then, obviously, yeah, you see what she's done. And bear, bear in mind, yeah, true, true. They really like that. But Clarissa, it's mad to even think all she's all she's achieved. Clarissa still, she's not even thirty yet. I swear. Yeah, yeah, she's like 27. 27, 27. She's technically a young buck in the game. Yeah. And she's done all this with ease. So, yeah, I still have Chris as number one. Mm. But, yeah, Katie Taylor, I'm not mad if people put Katie Taylor ahead of her, to be honest with mm. you. Know, she's also an icon. They're both icons to me. Like, in the Katie Taylor's got the moments, the crowds. Carissa makes it look easier. I think from a skill perspective, I'm going Clarissa. She, to me, is the best. Um, in terms of influ- influence, probably lean towards Katie. Mm. Which again, people say, okay, well, if he's most influential, that's probably the best of all time. It, it's however you want to cut and dice yeah. it. I guess it's preference at this point for us, but my preference is Carissa. But Katie, if people say Katie's to go, I'm also not going to bat an eye. they like, you know what? Fair play. They're what they're both top two. <laughs> you know, as well, you got shout and you heard. <laughs> Legit, we've got one, to give him one of the best investments he's ever made. Katie Taylor. Just- I mean. The way he's promoted her, the way mm. he's built her up, um, no other promoter's really been doing that with any of their fighters. With women fighters, facts. Yeah, with, with said top rank, like Kalisha Shields so, has bounced around. Yep, um, had to bounce around, and she's yeah. not had, she's not been put on any big cards. Same exposure. Yeah, yeah. Um, the biggest fight she's had was with um, Savannah Marshall, and that was over promoted by a boxer in the UK. Yes. So, PBC, do they even have a female fighter division? I don't even know. I, I've never <laughs> seen. A, I'm I'm being honest. I haven't seen. Bro, a, yeah. The biggest Tom female Rank. promoter is Jake Paul in the US. Facts, facts. 
around the Michaela, 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 Michaela Mayer. Mayer. That's, that's, that's it, really. Michaela. And the UK are pushing her more than... She's always fighting in the UK. She's, she's, always, she's always fighting and commentating here of it, of, yeah. on our card. So, yeah, 100%. So yeah, yeah, I think I think that this certainly plays a factor because Kate Taylor's been on she's been on AJ cards. She's always fighting in America. She's always on big cards. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think Clarissa Shields hasn't had that luxury. Um. Mm. But yeah, I think I think yeah, like and you say, be, I wouldn't be mad be, at anyone picking Evo. And to be honest, folks, the luxury probably comes from the fact that again, Kate Taylor, life and death, most fights, scraps, yeah. because Clarissa makes it so easy. The entertainment factor, she's not the draw. It's Katie, Katie Taylor's a money making machine because of the fact that her fights are so exciting and it's back and forth. Clarissa, not so much. So it's like, you know, I don't really find her exciting to watch. She's smoking everyone, that kind of stuff. So maybe that's why. But yeah, both incredible icons. It would, you know, it's a shame it could never happen because just size. But imagine if we got those two in the ring together. That, 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 would, be, that would be the greatest women's boxing fight ever. But yeah, it's weight classes or what. To be fair, they, these lot might, might find a way to make it happen. To be honest, flows you never know. But yeah, hats off to Katie Taylor. Hats off to Chantel Cameron. Before we leave this topic as well, flows just want to confirm that for you, are you you you, you want to see this rematch, this trilogy? Yeah, I think I think it's only fair. Um, mm. <laughs> we said how it's dirty that Katie Taylor has two shots and someone else is undisputed yeah. title. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Um, so Chantel should should get the chance to win a bounce back. Um, it's only fair. Just out of fair. And of course, like <laughs> Chantel won, but they said no, you go back in Ireland. Katie wins. Yeah. It's still gonna be back in Ireland. Like you're never getting a fight back in the UK, <laughs> Chantel. But snag is obviously the caveat is you might get an eighty thousand plus stadium to fight in, which is your iconic moment as well. So yeah, yeah. the bread's the bread's there for she's making bread. Yes, prize fighters. Facts. React Paul's words, so she's making bread <laughs> off it. So that's why she's ha- she's happy to do it. And would you see Serrano fight after the flows if let's say Katie is is victorious? Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I see people like Caroline Dubois wanting wanting stuff. You know, mm. like, stay over there, wait. young buck. You better wait. <laughs> yeah, you better wait. Wait. You better wait, boy. Yeah. Um. Cool. Great. Great fight to kick us off with flows. We head we head over to America. Um. The Benavidez Andre card. Before we get to the main event, though, flows. I think it's only right we talk about a re- returning Jamal Charlo after God knows when, two years or so out of the ring. Mar is back. Um, we've got to talk about obviously the pre stuff flows. This fight was contracted to be a one for sixty three pounds. <laughs> I then find out that Jamal Charlo missed weight. <laughs> Didn't oh, make it, he came in at what I think 166. Yeah, so they gave 164, him over... yeah, 163 or 166. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, he came in over. Yeah. They obviously give the usual um it's an hour, 45 minutes or whatever to um reweigh, try and get that weight off. <laughs> Buddy came back heavier. <laughs> so That's I don't crazy. know. <laughs> <laughs> so all the memes were killing me about oh yeah bro they said bro went straight to the buffet bro, really. I couldn't believe it. the way people said nah Jamal Chola is just not serious about boxing at all how could bro come back heavier flows from the way I'm, I've never seen that in my life ever <laughs> what did he do <laughs> what flows what was he cooking what was he cooking to oh, come back heavier man. 
Yeah, that's mad. That's um, funny. Bro came back heavier. Obviously, we, we there was no belt on line anyways. And I was like, they're still, they're still going to make... Look, Jose wants to fight. He he, he look, He's talked so much, he wants to fight. The, the fight will still go ahead, and it did. Um, For me, Flows, I, I was looking to see from Mile, obviously, two and a bit years out. I'm there thinking ring rust might be apparent. So let's just see how he looks as well. And I was worried for him, obviously, because mentally, he's had a lot of mental issues. You add that with the ring rust. I'm there thinking, if it's a bad performance... I'm, I think I said last pod, right, Flo, I said, if he performs badly, I think he should call it a day. I'll be so real, Flo, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I thought Jamal looked good in there against a game opponent in Jose Benavides, a, a good opponent as well. Um, the size difference, obviously, we knew will be very apparent. And even though Jose is lanky and whatnot, just, just we're talking depth, size, Mao is a true, like, that's his weight class. And Jose started off at 140 pounds, so he's never going to look... He's not going to have that, des- that density to, to him. But, yeah, Flores, I thought I thought, I thought Mao looked good. Um, the jab looked, the jab impressed me the whole night. He was fighting behind the jab. Um, good combination puncher. He was count... At times, he was fighting on the back foot, counting when Jose came in, because Jose is a, a pressure fighter, so he's going to come forward regardless. And every time he was coming in, Throwing his combinations, landing some as well, but Mar will then throw his own combinations back to counter him. And when we're looking at the strength of the punches, you can clearly see who has the power. <laughs> Jose was throwing hella flurries. A lot of them were missing, a lot of them whatever. Some of them landing, but they weren't putting a dent in, in Mar. Mar will throw a couple of flurries and you see Jose take a bit of a step back before coming back or whatever. So the power looked good. The jab looked good flows. The boxing IQ looked good. He was, I like the way he was using the ring quite intelligently. Um, yeah, folks, it was a really good reminder for me of how good Jamal Charlo could can be if not for the inactivity and all the issues that he, he suffered recently. So um, for me, yeah, folks, it was a good performance for me. He didn't stop him, but I was impressed with the performance. I was like, you know what? You look, you don't, you didn't look too rusty. This was a good yeah. opponent for you to get back with. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was just as a reminder as to why we both rated. Um, Jamal Charlo. Mm. Um, obviously, I think we both predicted him to win, that he had to win. Um, mm. And he he, sh- he showed me enough to show that, yeah, he still got it. He still got it in him. He's still the fighter that yeah. Yeah. We, He's not we remember. Yeah. He's not finished. Um, and it was a good fight to shake off that ring rust and get back into the swing of things because Benavides, I want to give Benavides a bit more credit, um, in fact, because... He, we, we said that he he'd be so somewhere. He's not gonna walk, lie down. He's gonna give Jamal a hard night, a hard night's work. So he better be ready. And he did give Jamal a hard night's work. He was game. He was trying to do his jab. He was trying to throw his combinations. He was pressing the action, moving forward. And Jamal showed why he's slick and why I've always rated him as the better brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, just smart, smart punch selection, jabbing upstairs, yeah. jabbing to the body. Great jab selection, great punch selection, great combinations. Defensively, could have been a bit tighter. I will say, yes. Um, what's his name? Benavides was very much in front of him, so he allowed the jab to come off. But um, after three years out the ring, man, um, it was imp- it was impressive to see. It was it just served as a good reminder as to, okay, yeah, this is what you can do. When you're when you're fighting, and I think Benavides weren't a soup can because he could have fought a soup can. It was a live opponent who could have beaten him, 
<laughs> you could have very well beaten him, especially that Benavides that showed up. It was a great I, version I, of Benavides in fans. Yeah. Um, it was a great version of Benavides. I also want to say I feel like Benavides was actually the perfect opponent for Jamal because <laughs> someone that would come forward. Yeah. And obviously not being the most mobile, you can see Benavides, he, he, he stands there. Yeah. Especially towards the end of a fight, towards the later rounds, where the mobility really, really starts to affect him. And he's still kind of he, he's, he's stationary. And him being so stationary helped Jamal Charlo so much because Jamal could just sit, chill in the pocket, throw that jab out, and then counter every time this guy tried to come forward or whatnot. It yeah. was so even no though, movement as well, head in straight line. <laughs> center line all the time, just standing there. And I'm there thinking, cool, even though he was game and he threw punches and he landed punches. I don't think Jamal Charlo suffered too much um, because of the fact that one, it was quite clear. Like I felt sorry for Benavides at times because like, I could see him putting his all into these combinations and they look pillow fisted. I'm not calling him pillow fisted, but they look on the night pillow fisted because he's, he just hasn't got the power to, to hurt Charlo. And then Charlo will throw a couple and you're seeing this fudding. Like, you're seeing Benavides go back one. And you know what? Credit Benavides' chin because he got rocked with some bombs. Yeah. As in some big, big shots. And really and truly, a lot of people have gone down from these shots because Charlo hits very hard. Um, but he, obviously, we know he's a goon. He's, he's you know, he's very prideful. They will join each other. <laughs> in fact, for that, that reminded me, I need to talk about the 10th round to you because that 10th round was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was crying. <laughs> Oh, man. Lois, that 10th <laughs> round was so funny because they were just chatting to each other, just chatting back to each other. How could the ref three times stay, stop these guys and say, guys, stop talking, let's fight? Because all they were doing was drawing. Bro, they're cheating at the press conference. And then, Char- <laughs> and then Charlie was just, Charlie wasn't even throwing, he was just holding him sometimes, he was moving around, like he wasn't even trying to throw, it was so, so funny. Down, talking. <laughs> Talking, but the video is looking like, come on, like, like, like talking back. So, uh, that last round was what the fuck. It was reminding me of flipping Eubank. Um, what's his name? Eubank. Was it? Was it? Um, yeah, Williams. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying, man. That final round was, was hilarious. But yeah, look, Jose Benavides Taylor made the point for Charlo to come back against. Um, and yeah, the main critique I had for me was Charlo was a bit too easy to hit. But I also feel like, you know, he felt Benavides' power and he thought, yeah, this is what it is. It's not that deep. Um, I can be a bit lax defensively because this guy is not going to stop me. Let me get my offensive work off. Um, I, I, I generally don't think he respected Benavides' power. And yeah, yeah it's, it's not Benavides' fault. Again, like he's he's normally the smaller man. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. Because putting him in, in with a tricky opponent who's going to be there to survive and box and move and be awkward, even if it is a soup can, let's, mm. let me not say soup can, even if it's someone they should be beating, it mm. could, he could win and then it would just be like, ah, not a great return for Jamal Charlo in a tricky, awkward yeah. fight with, whereas this has gone the distance and people are impressed with him. So mm. I hear what you're saying. Someone a bit more tricky who moved around would have been, wouldn't have been tailor-made for him because he'd have yeah. to pick up his feet and start hunting and cutting off the ring, whereas... Benavides was coming forward, heading a straight line, yeah. throwing punches. He could counter, he can jab, he could mm. piece of power stakes line with Jamal. Yeah. So he's exciting him. So yeah. 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 You're right. But, it's made. Yeah. But a definite reminder of, yeah, as you say, Flo, is why we rated Charlo 
Mo oh. as the better bro. Like even after two years out, you can see like he's he fights way smarter than Demel. Like as an yeah. IQ wise, he's yeah. like he's got it compared to Mel, who my frustration with Mel sometimes is that he's too passive or he will just chill on the ropes and let himself oh. be worked. Mal never does that. Like Mal's active with in terms of being on the jab or yeah. counter punching. If he needs to walk you down, he'll walk you down. If he needs to be on the back foot, he will. Mal is yeah. For us, I'm still saying that he is the even though Mel's done great since Mal's absence. Yeah. Mal to me is still the colder bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still the colder bro. I can see it. Still colder. Oh. Um, so super happy for him. Obviously, he was very emotional in, in, in the post fight, obviously, flows and obviously he's been for a hell of a lot. Um, he plans to stay. Well, he he talk, he spoke about you know after this fight he's going to one sixty eight and he's chasing the Kayla plants and the Benavideses and the Canelos and whatnot. Um, to be honest, the one sixty division is is dry as hell flows as we know. Um, it's as you said, it's he, he made sure to thank the WBC for for you know for sticking by him and boy, he better because this boy should have been stripped a long time ago. But if this is the case. Relinquish that belt now. Head up to 168. Join the mix. I think he's a calm addition to to to, to the division flows. To be honest, what about, what about, what about you? It's for you. Obviously, the the obvious fight is Mr. Kayla Plant. Is that something you're looking to see? Would you entertain that, um, or do you rather he stayed down at 160? Yeah, fights, might yeah, as well yeah, move, yeah. move up. The 160 division is finished. Um, Horrible. <laughs> it's finished. Um, <laughs> We're going to the main event. Andre moved up. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think yeah. There's needle there with Caleb Plant. It's a mm. it's a good. We have a good fight to watch for sure. Yeah. Um, I think once the eight divisions alive and and well, so. Yeah. I I think it makes sense for him to move up. Um, yeah, yeah. There's nothing at one sixty that I want to see. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's 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 calm. That's yeah. That's fair enough. Um, yeah. Well done, Mar. Hopefully you stick around. Hopefully you you're active next year. You get a couple fights in because I still think you've got something to give. Um, definitely not finished what, whatsoever for sure. Um, main event time flows. David Benavides, Demetrius Andre. Um, flows to me. This was a good fight. I enjoyed this fight for however long it lasted. Um, oh. and again, not to toot my own horn, flows, but this fight went exactly how I thought it would go. Oh. Exactly how I thought it would go. Demetrius uh, started and did what I thought he should do, the right move in terms of... He, bro, the first two rounds, yeah, Demetrius was fantastic. <laughs> Flows, Demetrius was super... <laughs> super hey, exactly what I thought he would do, but he executed... Like, obviously, you can, you can think someone will do something, but yeah. he actually executed it perfectly. Already troubled Benavides with his move straight movement, the lateral movement, moving side to side. <laughs> the first thing he did, well, I said, Oh, okay, I know what fight we need to get. As soon as the bell went, Benavides has tried to throw a punch, but uh, Andre's grabbed it straight away and held him. <laughs> I said, Yeah, okay. And then on the break, they've broken up, and you've seen Andre flash some explosive combination, quick fire combination, and, and clinch again or move around again. It was it was it was explosive. It was exciting. I'm there thinking, yes, this is what this is the Andre that I'm used to seeing, and this is what he needs to do because Benavidez is a problem once he gets going, and he was really befuddling Benavidez with his because he he would like 
explosively throw a combination out of nowhere flows from a weird angle. His, he said his game plan was to always to you know hit Benavides with different angles. So he was constantly circling around, changing pivot foots and whatnot, oh. whilst throwing from awkward angles to throw Benavides off. And in the first two rounds flows, it was working to a T. Benavides was coming forward, kind of trudging forward almost, and Andre was using his movement to sort of offset that, whilst throwing the jab out, jab into the body coming back and then out of nowhere explosively throwing a bunch of combinations. And these shots weren't necessarily hurting Benavides or not all of them were landing, but it was deterring him. It was throwing him off his game plan because he's there trying to throw something, but then been hit by a boom, 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 a quick three, three or four piece. And it's like, what the hell? And then grabbed and, you know, clinched and whatnot. So yeah, the first two rounds flows, Aunt Booby was electric. I was really enjoying I, I And I saw a lot of people saying they, they you know, they sort of, they're like, rah, I didn't, because obviously a lot, a lot of people haven't seen Andre fight before. So they're yeah. thinking, oh my gosh, he looks really good. He can win this. Obviously, I'm seeing, my boys are telling me, what? I set up straight away when I saw Andre throw that combination, blah, blah. He looks sharp. He looks good. He looks in good shape. This could be an upset. But yeah. <laughs> I knew it never would happen. But yeah, go off. <laughs> yeah, boo-boo. BB don't know what he said in terms of yeah well we knew what he had to do that he couldn't yeah. copy Caleb Plant literally because we saw how Caleb Plant was broken down. Um he had to mix it, he had to box, but he had to make it ugly and yeah. <laughs> hold him and not let him get off his work and then make it be awkward. We already know he's naturally awkward. Yeah. But I didn't expect him to be so Aggressive, aggressive, and ferocious. And he's a we know he likes to start fast, but yeah, he was really trying to get like we, but flows the way he was throwing these combinations with with intention. I said, Hey, yo, I was like, Look, you've never really been a power puncher, bro. So, yeah, and you're moving. Is this this first fight or second fight in the division? Second fight, yeah, second fight. And we know Benavides has got a chin. Oh, well, we've seen him touch the campus before. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we know he can take shots. Um, take shots, yeah. And this is from a legit 154-pounder. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I was I was surprised by that aspect. I thought he would be a, try to be a bit more slick and cute. Um, but I guess you've got to have power to keep Benavides off you. Um so yeah, um, I was a bit surprised by that, but yeah, first two rounds he was looking brilliant. Um, but once again, we know Benavides, and we know that uh it's the later rounds, it's his engine, it's his punch output, it's the way he continues to come forward and walk you down. Yeah, that is is the what you need to be aware of. Look, what Boo Boo was doing and what he did in the first couple of rounds, because I think I gave him like the first three rounds flows. What he did was the right thing to do. Perfect game plan. But we've said it before in this pod, I've said it many times in this pod, the air of inevitability was there. And straight away, I'm thinking, you know, you, I'm seeing everyone get gassed and being like, wow, Boob was redoing what he might potentially be able to do it. And first thing I was saying was, look, he's doing well. He's doing the right thing. And I'm enjoying it as a spectacle because it's made it very interesting because he's winning rounds to me. But he's also expending a lot of energy, first of all. And there's no way in hell 
he is going to keep this up for 12 rounds if it goes 12 rounds. And he's up against David Benavides, who someone we know eventually gets going. And once he gets going, it's devastating. He's on, he's, 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 a, he's a juggernaut. He just keeps coming forward and he starts throwing more and more punches and he hits hard. So that air of inevitability was hanging there, flows. I knew it. I said it was coming. Um, but hats off to Booba for doing what he's doing right now because it is the right game plan. But ultimately, flows as you said, Booba should not be at 168 pounds. I've said it for time. And he's only there because he's chasing big fights because this is his moment now. This is He's finally been able to land a big fight where people's eyes are on him. And unfortunately, Flores has come at the back end of his career when he's 34, he's criminally inactive, and he's in the weight class that is just generally too big for him. This man should be at 154 pounds, 160 pounds max. There's no way that flows. You saw the size difference. Benavides is massive anyways. Even for yeah. 168, we, we say he's big. But yeah. he looked ridiculously large compared to, to, compared to Boo Boo. Yeah. And Boo Boo's throwing these com- these he- hellacious combinations. Again, a lot, lot, lot of them are being blocked, but the ones that are landing, they're not... Yes, they might deter Benavides from throwing, but they're not hurting this guy. And eventually he's going to be like, yeah, your punches don't hurt me, mate. I'm just going to walk through it. So we're seeing from round four, five, six, where the Benavides engine, there's all in the engine flows, and it start, it's, the engine started to... Per it's starting to get going, and from then I said, Yeah, it's a wrap because we're seeing Benavides walk forward, cut off the ring better now, and he's landing the big shots now. And the hands yeah. are going. And as we said, Flo, I've said it many times to me, De- Benavides is one of the most devastating offensive fighters, especially when it comes to throwing them hands. Oh. There is in the game today, he's devastating, bro. When he gets going, we've seen it so many times now. You saw how he drowned Kayla Plant. And that's off to Caleb Plant, by the way, because he survived. The, he yeah. survived the onslaught. So hats off. That's that's gonna that's gonna age very well that performance. Yeah. Because he he actually survived because he got hit with yeah with a lot. Yeah. But we're seeing Boo Boo now start to break down floors from around four five, and credit Boo Boo because he showed a lot of heart. There was one mm-hmm. he he got dropped in the fourth. The fourth, yes. Yeah. Cracking shot flows as well. What the moment he threw it. I've said, yeah. oh, this shot looks mean. And then, boom, it landed. I said, yeah. And, <laughs> cracking shot. It's dropped, it's, it's dropped Boo Boo now. Boo Boo's beat the count. Um, survived the round. But even though he's gone back to his corner, Flo, as you can see, his legs aren't recovered. He's come out for round five now. Flo's, I don't think he threw... Round five was, was the biggest survival job I've seen in my life. He barely threw punches. He was just hold, trying to hold or move around. His legs hadn't recovered. He was barely throwing up until like the last 10 seconds where he found yeah. something. He went crazy. <laughs> I, was, I said, I said, boo boo, come on. Because <laughs> obviously, I lo- obviously, that round he could have been stopped. Yeah. He spent the entire round sort of trying to run away from, from Benavidez and not because ext- he knew the moment he opened up, crack. <laughs> so he was just trying to keep a tight guard, try and move around. But he took so much punishment, but then obviously he found something in, in towards the end and he started throwing. I think he even caught. Benavides was a really good shot, like a really, yeah, really good shot that sort of stopped Benavides a little bit. But I'm there thinking, nah, even though he's done that, I was gassed. This fight is not going to last two more rounds. And we hear the referee even, I think, yeah, the referees even come to the corner before the start of a six saying, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you need to show me something if I'm going to stop this. The doctor was in the ring at the start doctor of the ring, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And looking yeah. at him as well, yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. 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 <laughs> to be fair, he took that, pun- that fifth round flows, he took so much punishment. Yeah. And as we say, we know Benavides hits hits hard. So 
I'm there thinking, yeah, this is this is there's no way this is lasting, man. There's no, it's impossible. Yeah. Uh, sixth round now flows. Mm. It's similar in terms of he's getting drowned. The Benavides yeah. motor is is kick it's into gear now, flows. We talk about this engine, it's going, it's firing all cylinders. He's getting worked, he's getting pieced up, man, hellaciously. And yeah. he will find little pockets and spurts for, for him to throw the hands again to get us gassed and whatnot. But you're seeing the damage, right, flows. Like again, he's looking pillow fisted. I'm seeing yeah. both his eyes swollen, <laughs> face yeah. all like you know. He spit out his gum shield. Hey, did it twice. Savvy vet and removed. Did it twice. Twice he flipped the gum shield to try and buy a bit of time. But he still took so much punishment flows from this man. And he's out on his feet. He's fighting on there in pure heart. He managed to make this. He managed to, you know, end the sixth. I'm thinking fair. But it's coming this sixth round. He was spit out the gum shield and the ref was putting it right back in. He yeah. He was on the corner to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The ref said, yeah, you ready? <laughs> Get back. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, it was peak, and then yeah. obviously sixth round's done. And I've heard, I've even heard this corner saying, you know, we're potentially looking to stop it. And then the referee, I think he said, yeah, end it. And then the yeah, and then obviously the referees come over as well. I think probably just say, yo, again, show me something. If not, it's a wrap. But that's yeah. when they told the referee that you know, nah, no mass. So, yeah, man, the air of inevitability happened, flows. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's. I mean, he he ended the sixth, but he looked shattered. Um, went Mate. back to his corner. The ref saying, "I want to end it if I keep seeing that." And shout out because he came, yeah. he, he did come to fight. He came to fight, but it's the sixth round, and you're getting taking a hellacious beating. And he he, he said, "Stop it," um, mm-hmm. which we can get on to him if you want. So it's <laughs> you know? like, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, because yeah. I know you're one to you know you you. <laughs> I know you spoke before about you know not you know not liking to see quitters. Um, yeah. Would, I, I, would you would you would you admonish him for for doing that? Look, last episode I said it's, it's the preparation just hasn't been there for him. Um, I felt like if he had a few more fights, if like he's, pre- preparation. <laughs> well, you can't step in there with a Benavides in your second fight in the division after not fighting in how long? Yeah. Um, I think. He, a better show would have been seen if he was been more active, if he had fought more in the division, fought the right level of competition, and yeah. stepped in with Benavides. Um, he's older now. Um, we're saying he's chasing the cash. I just, I just don't like to see the fighters do it. I think the team and the referee mm-hmm. should be the ones to do it. Um, he could have gone out there and taken a knee, and they've thrown in the towel or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought our fighters should have a code with their team rather than your on camera saying stop it is mm. is a damage because other fighters would look at him and be like yeah you see the bar can't ever shake off the, shake that off he's never it shaking can't. it off it can't other fighters <laughs> would look at you and say yeah you can get on your stool and say nah I don't want no more yeah and this is the fighting business so mm-hmm. I'm gonna bash him I know other people online because I like being yeah. yeah. but I think the corners need to be Protective of their fighters. The ref was ready to protect him. The ref was saying it. Mm. Don't don't let it come out of the fighter's mouth. Look into his eyes and, and see it, or have a sense of what what's happening yeah. in there. So, mm. yes, yeah, it's, it's a shame because other people will get onto him. That's that's yeah. what I say. <laughs> I, I was seeing it. A lot of people were cooking him for for quick. They said he's a quitter, work kind of stuff. Um, it's yeah. I'd rather I see it from the corner or the mm. ref as opposed to a fighter. 
I mean, granted, I do think, yes, it was right to be stopped because mm-hmm. that fifth and sixth round flows, the, the punishment he took was 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 really bad. Like, really, really bad. And this is someone that is known for, they could, you know, being hard to hit. But Benavidez wasn't missing. He was catching me every single time. He had no stamina, no legs left, no stamina out on his feet. It was target practice at that point, five and six. So it was right to be stopped. But I'd I'd rather the corner had done it, or like I said, the referee, um, mm. as opposed to him actually see you. You heard him say, "Nah, no more, no mass." Um, Benavidez flows. Mm. Let's talk about the performance because the stock is is as high as it's ever going to be, and his stock has always been quite high. Um, the Mexican monster, mm-hmm. another great night for him. Flows. Were you impressed with his performance? I'm asking you because I know you've been a critic of the past. <laughs> um, um, for you, was it was yeah. it was, was it a top tier performance? Just like good, I know, Plant impressed you as well. Good performance. I mean, Benavides is always gonna lose rounds to these fighters, skilled skilled fighters. He's always gonna lose the early rounds to them. Um, mm. But it's impressive. His offense is is impressive. I liked he he was going to the body a lot earlier this time. He wasn't just head hunting. Um, I think he's learning from each fight and he's improving with each fight as well. And it's holding him good stead, it's preparing him for the fight we all everyone wants to see as such. So I was impressed with the performance. Quite it's it's to me it's a it's a boo-boo that's off the couch. Mm. A boo-boo that hasn't been active, a boo-boo that's coming up through the weight classes to fight you. So you should have done that to him. Um yeah. but yeah, impressive nonetheless. I can't take nothing away from it and it was an entertaining fight. And he got him out of there in six. If if he went to 12, then he got him out of there. <laughs> so um, definitely an impressive win for me. I'll tell you what, Flo's. I was actually quite impressed with his, with, with his defense as well, which mm. is not something that you normally praise Benavides for. Yeah. But Boo Boo barely landed. Like, even though Boo Boo threw a lot, yeah. those crazy explosive combinations, a lot of them were hitting. His, his, his guard placement was really good for me. Um, in terms of him able to be able to block these punches, see them coming and whatnot. Um, yeah, it was more him blocking the punches and covering up really well. I thought he did that. He, I thought he did that really, really well. And Boo Boo, for all those flashy looking explosive combinations, like I said, barely any of them were landing. And also the ones that did land didn't really have enough purchase behind them or enough to trouble them. But yeah, his guard placement on the gloves to me was was good. I was impressed with it. And yeah, that's not usually something that I would praise him for. Um, what next? Yeah. But it's look. There's look. There's no excuse. There's there's nothing. There's nothing else. It's got to be Canelo. It has to mm. next year, 2024. Um, I don't think we need to call on his excellency for this one. Flows. This should be. This is probably really set up. PBC obviously Canelo's with. He's got two more fights with them. It makes sense. The whole world wants to see it. I've got people already telling me now that this look. They're telling me straight up. They're, they're saying Benavidez beats Canelo. They've got him winning. Like I've seen. Oh. Fact, I've seen a lot of people say it now. His star has risen. His stock has risen. These performances has got a lot of people saying that Canelo is in for hell against this man. <laughs> I need to see it because, to be honest, it's a it's flows. It, to be honest, you look at it on paper and statistically, it is a bloody tough fight for Canelo. This is a, <laughs> a, a real one sixty eight pounder who carries power, gets stronger as the fight goes on, like. The size difference, like Canelo struggled with a Bivol size difference, and Bivol's not even Benavidez is bigger than Bivol. Obviously, granted, Bivol is a lot more skilled, but this size could really, you know, the fact that he's good and has size 
could really, really, and he's fresh, could pose problems for Canelo. Obviously, when I'm still, I'm still backing, you know, our guy, but <laughs> it's it's a good fight. And obviously, when 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 we come down to when it, when it happens, when you break it down, I'll actually be able to think properly in terms of who I think is going to win. But regardless, Ooh. that's 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 one of the super, next year. We, there's a lot of super fights next year. That's mm-hmm. one of them. Canelo versus Benavidez, two Mexican fighters. Um, they might do Cinco de Mayo. It's there. That's it. Cinco yeah. de Mayo. Slap it on there. In in Vegas, it's going crazy. It's doing crazy numbers. Let's get it on. He's earned it. Mm. Yeah, I think Canelo's the maker of his own problems. Once again, he shouldn't <laughs> be at one sixty eight. He shouldn't be at one sixty eight. Shouldn't He's be smaller yeah. than these man. Yeah. Um, he should be at 154. Same, same with Demetrius. He's smaller than Demetrius Andre. We right. saw the size difference between Benavides yeah. and Boo Boo. Um, yeah. And Benavides can, can compete. His dimensions can compete at Cruiserweight. Yes. <laughs> you want to look at how oh, yeah. One, Cruiserweight 100%. He should be. He could be. Yeah, he could go to Cruiserweight easily. He's, he's, he's huge. To Cruiserweight. He's huge. He's, he's, he's a bigger than Bivol. He's, he's bigger yeah, than the Yeah. He's bigger than the champions of 175. But if it is always in terms of dimensions wise, he always reminds you of Zerdo. Like yeah. similar in terms of rangy, big, tall. And and look what look what Zerdo is right now. He's yeah. a cruiserweight. So <laughs> So when you like when people start to see the face off between these two, they're gonna be like, yikes. Yeah. And look, I can't like we said that we don't want to see Canelo go to 175. Yeah. And Benavidez is competing at 168, even though he's he's a big guy, he's bigger than all these men. Canelo's the maker of his own problems. Now, I can't even say, <laughs> oh, yeah, you should have fired Benavides because he's too big. Look, Benavides has earned it now. So you, you have to fight him. You you're the one who chose to be in that division. You're the one who's... So, yeah, you have to face the music and fight this guy. If he beats you, that's your fault. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's your fault. Because oh, once mate, again, if, I'm, look, yeah. I'm looking at oh. the size. And, I'm looking at the mm. size, and it's, it's the same thing why we said he should have moved up to 175. 75. Yeah. Their man is skilled. They've got power. Yeah, and they're big. Yeah, Benavides is big. He's not <laughs> as skilled as them, Matt, but he has power. He's, he's, he's big. skilled enough, he's though. Got, he's skilled. He's skilled, skilled enough. enough. Yeah, he, he's got an engine. Yeah, like he he's big. He, he dwarfs them, man. So what's he yeah. gonna? He's gonna dwarf you. So look, <laughs> he's he's earned it now. And yeah. well, if Canelo wants to avoid him, I understand why. <laughs> that's, he can't like, go flows because that's because obviously even before he when he wasn't avoiding them people were saying that he's ducking Benavidez and scared of Benavidez he can't he can't avoid it he's got to fight him and now Benavidez has started to sharpen his tools he started yeah. he's not fighting um, Ronald Gavro anymore he's not <laughs> fighting Roland Ellis he's fighting people the thrill great. <laughs> he's fighting he's not, no J. Leon loves he started to step in there with <laughs> Experienced people, and he's early. Yeah. You should have got, maybe you should have faced him when he was. He's still yeah. green. Should have caught. Should, should have caught him early, <laughs> early, like 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 Floyd caught Canelo early, right? He should have caught, caught him early. Yeah, and he's talking about he's willing to move up to one seventy five and what. So yeah, look, Canelo faced the music. This is what people want to see. Or pass the torch to him if if it's that maybe. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think he's earned it. I've talked. I've talked about these men fighting each other to earn it, and Benavides has done his shot. Facts. I can't lie, for it's a mouth-watering fight. It's a ma- mm-hmm. it generally is a super fight because, yeah, his stock has never been higher. He's highly favored by the American public. Canelo is Canelo. It could be, as you say, it could be a torch-passing moment. You know, both Mexican. You know, it could be a case of you know, 
you know, is is Benavides the next Mexican super? He beats Canelo. He is the best. He is the next the next Mexican superstar. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, no, no fake Andy Ruiz thing. He is. Yeah. He is. So, yeah, man. I, I, we we need to see it, and I trust PBC will make that happen. That's I think it's the reason why he signed PBC. Yeah. They drew the names at the hat. Benavides is one of them, subject to him beating, obviously Boo Boo and whatnot. And Plant. he's done that. He's fulfilled his end of a bargain. Canelo put them belts on the line. Let's have a super fight next year in Ooh. Vegas. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Cinco de Mayo, heritage, bro. Heritage. It's boxing yeah. heritage. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm buzzing for it, man. You know, everyone will be out there. The Mexican superstars will be out as well. You know, obviously, Chavez, everyone. They'll be there, bro. It'll, it'll be wavy. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, but, yeah, great performance by the Vs again. Good win. Plant was this year as well, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, look, when we do our when we do our awards flow, that's, that's you know potential fighter of the year candidate in terms of Benavides because obviously he's had a good he's had a great year. Mm-hmm. He's beaten two good contenders in great fashion. Yeah, man, shout out to him. Mm. We'll get we'll get through we'll get, we'll get when, when we get round to that we will. But yeah, good good fight. And just before we end up this topic, Boo Boo flows. What do you say for him? Do you think he should go back down? Do you think he should call it a day? Stick around. Um, Stick I don't around. think one sixty eight for him though. I'll be real. There's nothing else at 160. You might as well stick around there. I'll be real. <laughs> There's nothing yeah, for well, done. My, my call for him is be active. Yeah. Be active. Obviously, now he's had his moment in terms of his big fight. Again, I think Boo Boo's career hasn't gone how it should have been based on yeah. how good he is and how skilled he is. It's unfortunate. But I'm not going to go call him finished. He was up against Benavides. I still think he's still got something to offer. Um, I don't know if 168 is for him, but if there's nowhere else for him to go, if it is what it is, just... Stay active for a couple for a couple more years before you call it a day. He might be able to grab another belt in this mm. in this weight class. I think he possibly maybe I don't know possibly we'll see. Um, but yeah, mm. not a bad performance from him by any means. It's just odds were stacked against him, man. Way too much. Yeah. Um, let's quickly talk about next week flows. We've got two two fights to preview or fighters to preview. Um, we've got uh, let's talk. Let's start with uh. Actually, no, we'll start with what's going on here in the UK, I guess. Or, yeah, over here on these shores. We've got uh, it's a matchroom card. Michael Conlon, I think it's in Belfast. It's He's fighting Jordan Gill, um, who's British. Um, he, Jordan Gill lost to, um, we've seen him before, he lost to um, Kiko Martinez last year. Uh-huh. Where, um, so, um, yeah. Um, I guess Michael obviously suffered that loss to Lopez. That was a title shot, second one that he's failed. I guess again he's on the comeback trail flows, trying to get a title shot again. Um, I've really felt like he should have that was his chance against Lopez. The wood thing was tough, even though he was winning that fight. It was one of the heartbreaking ones. But Lopez was a good chance for him to grab a belt and he got stopped quite badly, to be fair. So yeah, I think he's just trying by any means, folks, he's trying to get a, a title shot again by any means as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um yeah. <clears throat> a good comeback opponent in Jordan Gill. Um, mm-hmm. I would say, to be honest, good appointment there. Yeah. Um, on yeah, the card as well, you yeah, go, sorry, on. yeah, yeah, I think it's a good fight, good comeback fight. Should be entertaining. He should win, but nothing's yeah. nothing's, nothing's given now given, yeah. <laughs> because I was positive if he was going to beat Lopez, and then they t- 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 everybody got knocked out. So yeah, yeah, let me not say he should, but let me not let me not say definite win, but he should. Yeah, <laughs> mm. um, on, on the card as well, a decent fight on the undercard. Troy Williamson is fighting that um that Agiaco guy. I think it's Kevin. I think that's how you All say right. his name. He's like, yeah. I, you know, like, you know what I'm yeah, talking Kevin. about. Yeah, yeah, Ke- yeah. I think it's Ke- <laughs> Kevin. Uh, yeah, he's fighting um, 
Troy Williamson. I think that's a chief support. So that's a decent scrap as well, to be fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Mr. Ryan Garcia flows. Um, he's fighting obviously at 140. He's fighting a guy called Oscar Duarte Jurado. Um, I think he's like a Mexican, yeah, Mexican, Mexican American heavyweight. Uh, 26 wins, 21 by KO, one loss. Um, never heard of him before. I'm, I'm seeing that most of his fights have been in Mexico. Yeah. I guess this is just a keep busy fight for Ryan. You know, Ryan's been mm-hmm. quite vocal, you know, in terms of he's been quite, he's always been active, I guess, but yeah. he's been very vocal as of late in terms of who he wants to, he really wants to fight Roly. I think he's trying, he's trying to grab a quick, but everyone sees Roly's food right now. Yeah. So he, he really wants to fight. It kills me as well. He always calls, he, if you notice, he always kills Roly, Roly's. <laughs> he never, <laughs> He said, I want to fight Roley's next. <laughs> he wants to fight Roley, but, you know, he's been very vocal about Shakur. Um, mm. after, obviously, him and Devin have had talks as well, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. But I know, I think Roley's his main target. Um, mm. Oh, and I think he's talked about Isaac Cruz as well. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this should be just a, you know. Would this be his second fight at that weight class? I think it might be. Is it his second? Yeah, he didn't fight previously. Because before he fought, let me check. Oh no, no, it won't be actually. No, because he fought Tank. His tank was his, tank, yeah, this, so this is his first fight at one forty. Because the last fight was Tank. Oh right, which was like, at catchweight. But yeah, yeah. So Tank was his yeah, last fight. Okay, yeah. And before so, that, who did he? Oh yeah, actually, yeah. Before that, he fought. Fourth... Yeah, Tank was this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. Before um, that, he fought Fortuna. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah, and then Tago before that, so yeah, I think this might be his first fight at 140. So that makes sense, that probably makes sense then in that regard. Um, obviously, just to feel out, see how the new weight class is for him, he'd probably be a lot more comfortable with this weight class because he was really, we said before, folks, he was big at 135, anyways. Yeah, so this way, this weight class works out for him, in my opinion. And if he looks good, again, that's another one we know it's a hot division, another one that's you know, announced himself there, you know, someone that you can potentially make waves. So, um yeah, I rate. I look. A lot of people don't rate Garcia, or they call him a social media boxing. Obviously, him losing to Tank. I know a lot of people they were talking a lot of crud on his name, saying you know he he's useless, blah blah. I still think he's good. Um, levels with Tank. Tank is a lot more experienced, and Tank obviously that type of fighter is tailor made for Tank. Um, but I still think I still see the tools that he has, Ryan Garcia. If he could just sharpen up his boxing brain a bit more, he'll be a problem because the, the, the speed and size is there. He just yeah. needs to, you know, sharpen up his IQ a little bit more. And that can come with experience and better mm-hmm. training and coaching. So I don't know who he's with now. Is he still with um Goosen? I don't know. Yeah, no okay. idea. We'll find out. I think he was with yeah, we'll find out. I think he was with Goosen for time, but I don't know if they still there, but yeah. Um, but yeah, Flores, that's that's it really in terms of previews. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if there's anything you want to add in terms of the boxing streets. I don't know if we've got a boys of the weekend either. So we might have to call that nah. a day there. All right then. Yeah, All right, let's, cool. let's 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 wrap up there, then, man. It's been episode 170 of Strike Season Podcast. Once again, I've been your boy Camp. Oh, my boy flows. And as always, guys, keep supporting them out in the streams. Peace. <laughs>